0: Hey, what's up everybody? How are you guys doing? I am Tiffany E, one-fourth of your co-host. And on behalf of Alexis, Janae, and Nicole, we'd like to welcome you back to Down for the Count. This is a bonus episode this week. We're gonna be talking about Sammy Guevara's situation and we're gonna be talking about their relationship with Impact, how it impacted um, the relationship with Impact what went on with this whole deal with him going to Impact and how overall we feel about the relationship, the working relationship between AEW and Impact. We got all that info and more coming up for you right now on Down for the Count. And we have a very special guest with us. We got Terry from We Love Wrestling. We got the OG here ready to Spar with us and really bounce some ideas and kind of change the narrative of the conversation. We had a really good time. So I hope you guys enjoy and you have a good time. It's going to give you some laughs, some shade, and some hard, hard truths. And with all that being said, you guys enjoy this episode of Down for the Count.
1: All right. Thank you for tuning into this special edition of Down for the Count. And with me today, I have Tiffany and Lexis. Say hi, ladies. Hi. Hey, and then we also have our friend from We Love Wrestling, Uncle Terry, Trey D,
2: wow. whatever you call him. Wow, disrespectful <laughs> off top. Okay, well, what's up with y'all? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then this is a special episode where we will be discussing the latest talks and involvement about this growing situation with Sammy Guevara. So, oh boy, you know who Sam Guevara is, don't start. (laughs) Um, Tiff, you kind of want to fill anybody in if they're not aware of the situation. Hi, Editing Tiff popping in here really quickly. So basically what I
0: wanted to do was to make sure the information about Guevara was clear and concise. And after listening to the podcast and, and getting ready to edit it, I realized that it was a little bit convoluted. So let me break it down so that you guys can understand. Basically what happened was Guevara quit the inner circle. Cool. They had decided to send Guevara to impact as an angle. He was sent there to start off to wrestle in a six-man tag team match. He was supposed to wrestle with Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and they were supposed to go up against Trey Miguel, Josh Alexander, and Willie Mack. If you notice, that match has already happened because Impact has already filmed. And I believe that Black Taurus was the one who replaced um, Sammy Guevara in this particular match. So... This was also supposed to move into another match for Guevara to face Ace Austin 101 in which he was supposed to lose. Apparently Guevara didn't like the idea of the angles that they were giving him. Guevara wasn't a fan. So he went ahead and he pitched something else. Um the rumor was that he pitched the X division title being something that he could acquire and he would hold on to it and win it you know win it hold on to it and continue to be champion until you know he would never be beaten. He would you know have a tournament come up for someone to actually win it. This is a rumor. This is not true, but because it comes up in the podcast later, I have to mention it. It also was mentioned in many of the dirt sheets that he was against the tag team that was set up for him when he originally got there. And it also was mentioned in the dirt sheets that he was against losing to Ace Austin when he got to Impact as well. So it just pretty much looks as if Guevara was very much dead set against anything that Impact was pitching This, in turn, affected the relationship with Impact and AEW. However, they were able to work things out and smooth things over. So, with all that being said, that is the gist of the situation between Guevara, Impact, and AEW. And I'm going to let you guys get back into the episode because I wanted to make sure that everything was clear. So, I'll see you guys in there. Most of this, you know, is stemming from his behavior at Impact when he got there. And they say that he was arrogant, but Sammy Guevara has always been arrogant in my eyes if you really want to know the truth. But they say he was arrogant and he was you know, not good to work with. They don't want to work with him. So I said all of that and the rest of this stuff came in from um, a podcast that was um, it talked about. Nick Aldis talked about it and they had a conversation about Sammy Guevara Still not um, complying and really not understanding how this business works. Okay. I don't know exactly what he did or how he acted when he got there, but it must have been ugly for it to get out here this big because honestly, this could have just been glazed over as well. He didn't want to do it. So, you know, we're done with it. That's not what happened. This is just getting bigger and bigger, which leads me to believe that at least some of this is true, if not all of it. So.
3: Terry, what do you think, man? You you go first, because you're the guest, but what do you think of this whole thing that's that's going down?
2: What's the big deal?
1: Oh. Okay, then.
2: He's only going by what he's seen everybody else in AEW do when they go into Impact. Kenny Omega went in, they punked around the Impact Champion. Uh Matt Hardy and Private Party been presented on a like a, a big stage as they came in. Sammy just coming in, you know, going by a five one suit, trying to get what he want. Um now his attitude, yeah, Sammy been a a dick since 2016 when I found out about him. Um but I mean <sighs> him going into impact like that i mean AEW hasn't treated impact as an equal in this whole crossover if you want to be serious about it That's so true. i mean what can you really expect if he's looking at everybody else doing it they looking at impact like oh we just giving y'all a hand the only people going over to AEW from impact is the good brothers so i mean not to say what's the big deal, but it seems like he's trying to follow suit as everything else that I'm seeing going on, and it's it's fucked up. In a, it's fucked up in a big way.
0: But it's a lack of professionalism for me. Mm-hmm. Like I can understand you going over there thinking that because you're from the bigger company that you can go over there and kind of dogmatic and get all what you want, but you you don't have no professionalism. First of all, you ain't got no clout. That's the first thing. You ain't got no tenure. You don't have no time anything longer than any of those guys that's in the back that's there. Like, there's people that's been in this business 30 plus years back there. What the fuck have you done besides been on TV looking like a goddamn puppy? You ain't did shit. So, no. You can't bring your ass in my company and tell me you want to get a a damn championship and hell no. 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 Get your ass out there and do what we asked you to do. That's what you do. Now, if you got a problem with creative, there's a way to talk to people about it. Not suggest you be the X Division champion and never drop the damn title. What kind of shit? That's, some, that's some bullshit right there. You, you have a championship your
2: in ass. your own company and you're trying to come over here and tell us what we're going to do. That's again. what
1: I'm talking about. <laughs> and it's and it's like, I, don't remember, I don't even remember him being a champion on the Indies. We're, no, was was he trio's champion in Lucha Underground? Yeah. He was, he was in Lucha,
4: Lucha Underground?
1: Yeah. Who
3: was he in Lucha Sun- Underground? I don't
1: know. Was Sunny Kiss and oh god, what's her name?
3: Evilise.
1: Evilise, yeah. Well, I don't
3: I remember Sunny Kiss and Evilise. I don't remember his
1: ass. Yeah, no, he came in like he, he was it, it was like right before they like shut down. Um, um he was with them for a little bit. But not only that it's like you just booked yourself the easiest title reign for no reason so you just want to be on tv with the belt barely do anything and then get
2: paid did you, like who
1: the fuck are you
2: did you see yeah, the new story me. that just broke 12 minutes ago about the situation no okay so according to sources close to the situation it is spoken that the creative dispute between the two sides was not about Guevara wanting to win the Impact Wrestling X division title and bring it to AEW Dynamite. Rather, the creative Guevara was given for the tapings only feature tag matches, and Guevara asked to do singles matches instead. We're told this was the root of the issues between the two because he did not want to do any tag matches with people. Oh, And
0: where the X division shit came from?
2: I don't know. It, it's like how much can you believe rumors that's out here and everything? So I usually take it. I mean, Sam, I, I, Sammy need this sit down anyway to me if you want to be truthful. They don't got no direction for that man after he left the inner circle. They sent him to Impact. Like, come on, bro. Like, I don't know.
0: Okay, let's be reality guys. for a second. But why would Impact get mad that he wants to do singles matches? Doing
4: singles
2: matches ain't going to change nothing.
4: Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So mm-hmm. for the X Division, sorry, guys. It's me, Janae. Sorry I'm late. I had to handle some business. Um, for the X Division title, that story came from Dave Meltzer. The closest to resource for saying it wasn't about the X Division title came from Brian Alvarez. So, uh,
0: so so both of them could and- be wrong.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they Shit. both wrong. <laughs> F both of them. I don't both know. of them could be wrong. Matter of fact,
0: both of them might Period. be wrong. That's
3: why I like you. Just F both of them. There
4: we go. Um, the main story that I originally reported about um, him not being able to go back to Impact and Chris Jericho and, um, calling Impact and all that, like the initial story I sent you guys, that came from Fightful and that came from um, Sean Rostat. Okay, I believed him.
3: Mm -hmm. i just so i don't if i mean we've we've clocked sammy um a few times for i don't want to say unprofessionalism but kind of like some of the stuff that he not uh what he's been doing especially after that whole thing with um him and matt hardy it's unprofessionalism i i qualify that as unprofessionalism okay like the whole um I can't remember the name of the pay-per-view, but it was like that one where they were having that match. It was like, if Matt loses, he has to leave AEW. And they do that fucking stupid-ass move where Sammy spears him off those tables. And I know the blame's not on Sammy, but Janae said it while we were talking about it. She goes, it just seems when something happens, Sammy's involved. Like, especially when it came to Matt, like the chair shots he did on Matt, that move he did on that um it just it just seems like he wants to it's we said it in the episode it's like if you want to be hardcore and do all this hardcore shit you need to learn to do it correctly because you could really end up killing somebody
0: okay so since most of what we've heard about Sammy Guevara is partially rumor and then part of it is true let's just let's just move into AEW and the whole situation with impact because what's irritating me more specifically is you had a big angle with Sammy Guevara quitting the inner circle that was a big deal whether you watch AEW or not he was a part of that faction since its inception he was there so him quitting is a big thing right so why wouldn't you continue to capitalize on that instead you ship the dude off to impact what the fuck was he supposed to do in impact is my question I just want to understand how that was going to work out in his favor and what exactly does that do for impact for the most part and I've seen when it comes to impact and Nicole might have to chime in after this because I haven't watched it as much as I wanted to but from what I've seen
2: walk most of it's been light. just
0: most of it has just been like shit on no impact it haven't it's mm-hmm. been extremely one sided oh yeah it's that's, like that's tony true. it is tony khan's been like buying
3: time during impact to gloat on you know, how great AEW is and tony shivani's sitting there like he's eating a shit sandwich and i'm just like <laughs> what what does this have to do with absolutely fucking anything because it's like when the whole damn thing started, we were like, okay, this could be cool for both companies. Like, you know, good invasion angle. I haven't seen one of those in a while. If this is gonna work good, you know, like, and then it's just like Kenny Omega and the good brothers get their little sad dad club reunion thing going on. (laughs) And then it's like, I, and it's like what Terry said, uh, AEW has just been making Impact look like bitches and Impact's just like, la 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 la. Like you let them bury your champion. And then you got, now you got Moose running around trying to say like, he's the champion. Cause he would beat Kenny Omega. And I'm like, shut your fucking ass up, man. No one's, no one's clocking you. Shut up. But I don't, I don't like it that AEW just seems to be like oh, you know, Impact is below us. Impact is is not as good as us. Like, Impact should have been dead like seven years ago, but it's still going. We're lucky if you can get past this year. Let's just be honest.
2: Okay, let's be honest. Oh, wow. Well. Everything that they're doing, is it anything different than what the Leafs has been doing to all the other wrestling companies when they get a little piece of them?
0: Ooh, it's a whole
2: bunch of take 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 but it's really no give because mm. when i heard about a crossover me sitting there as a wrestling fan i'm like oh snap we gonna get maybe chris bay on aew oh aew had a women's tournament gave out medals oh impact just had some tag team champions crown oh we can get this type of crossover but the only thing I've gotten is the Good Brothers with Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. we're getting stuff from NJPW, but that's NJPW, if you really ask me. Just like, here, we'll give you one thing, and that's only because it's in this storyline. But Impact is getting stuff from NJPW, but AEW's not, I mean, what are they really? they not letting nobody shine on their TV screen like that. Hmm.
3: Uh, and then it's like always, I mean, we, we, we've we told you about the shit that we've gotten from AEW fans. But it's just like, again, the only people that they're pushing to be in like a main like a main storyline, again, is people of the elite. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're actually going through with this whole Cody and Shaq thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is this like? Yeah. And um, I, I mean, like, I just... <laughs> What I'm not, um. you know, I'm, uh, just shoot me now but like they they <laughs> I, I just I don't know man it's just that whole company is just they treat they their women's division is just treated so shitly and then you know on just on top of everything else and it's like I love seeing Tama Tonga going off on them like tiff's sent a video this morning in the group chat and it's just like tamatanga going off and i'm just like yes because if you guys want to oh, you're like oh i see everyone like oh og bullet. i'm like if you want og bullet club tamatanga's og bullet club I these are it. the guys who just these are the guys who made it the t-shirts popular but if you really want to talk about og it's tamatanga
2: i know we supposed to talk about sammy but she mentioned cody and Shaq, so i got a real question <laughs> i can ask on y'all platform um, okay, y'all think Jay can wrestle?
0: I don't know
2: because there's nothing I've seen of her to show me that she can wrestle as of yet.
0: I wish they would have given her a match or two and not let that be her debut match, especially
1: what something sorry to cut you off about, especially no, okay. with someone who doesn't have experience in a ring as well.
0: right. It just seems odd that they would book her with, and then you got red velvet and I get that red velvet, red velvet is great, but it's just gonna, if she can't come rise to the occasion, it's going to be madness. When you look at it, it's going to look like, wh- what, it, what are they doing? And I'm scared. Like I'm genuinely scared, but I have to see it. First of all, I want to see how the fuck Shaq is going to do this shit. I, I want to
2: see it. Come not on. You know the ending of this. They put red velvet in this so she can take the pen. Yeah.
3: See, oh. that's, and that's some bullshit. Like, I agree with Tip. Like, they shout got out time to on red dark. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: Shout out, they, Red.
3: They I got time on know. dark. Like, they could have put Jade on there and had her fucking wrestle. And even if it was like, no names because that's what mostly dark is anymore but they could have had her on dark having matches for like the last couple of weeks so she's not going in cold and you know
2: oh shout out to the basketball promo uh they did for on wednesday night you know oh, she's playing basketball with Shaq. um i don't know what Reason that was with anything, but Red Velvet retweeted it and said, "Are we playing basketball now?" Because it, it was very weird to see a basket her playing basketball and Shaq coaching her as part that? of the promo. especially
1: since a Shaq can barely play basketball in his damn self. That's yes. a, that's <laughs> another here <in> or there. <laughs> we need also. This is just a general sports discussion. We need to stop acting like Shaq knew how to play basketball and was no. good at it. Ball, I'm man. tired of it.
2: Shaq was the dominant player. Let's move on. No.
1: Right <laughs> Shaq, I, don't you know that. Look,
2: I saw morning.
3: him. I saw him in his heyday when he played for the Orlando Magic, and I'm gonna tell you that was like what?
2: Oh, that's Shaq Cabal.
3: Yeah, that. But like the older he got, I was just like, why is this old man running like he can't? Like he can't breathe. He's about to fall like flat,
0: like face. You fall like that too. If your feet was as big and fucked up as Shaq's feet is, you you would fall like that too. You'd be out of breath too.
2: Kind of like Impact should be working with AEW with that. See how I brought that back around? Come on, (laughs) Terry.
3: Terry, Terry, let me ask you this: How? how long do you think this little pseudo uh I don't even want to call it invasion like this little weird thing that Impact and AEW is doing how long much longer do you think they could do that before people I mean people are already getting mad but how much longer do you think people are going to put up with it until something legit happens because I know me I've been waiting for a Switchblade uh Switchblade conspiracy fucking reunion I oh. have or have mox and sammy like interact and we haven't gotten that and i'm like and i'm seeing people on twitter like when are we getting this and even sammy callahan's like hey give the people what they want and he keeps posting pictures of mox but how how long do you think it's going to take before like everybody including the hardcore aew stands to be like fucking do something or drop it because you're boring us
2: Um i've already been bored so mm. there is one part to it um okay so right after they had the triple threat match in kenny omega pent rich swan and then i was like after the match after that pay-per-view i was like if i'm rich swan i'm showing up to aew and i'm whooping kenny's ass Thanks. and nothing happened for two weeks and i was like oh okay i'm over this so <clears throat> hardcore aew fans this shit ain't gonna never be over they ain't gonna be hype because i i realize when you talk to a hardcore hardcore aw fan everything is lived in the possibility of this can happen and no matter even if you see the signs that it's not gonna happen it's the possibility because it's not wwe and Vince mcmahon's not controlling it. so anything could possibly happen i agree so they, they hold on to that very tight um other fans I mean I've seen a lot of people call it for the bullshit that it is just the overall bullet club type reunion even though I hear Tom talk talking you know what I'm saying that that's the end game a big match between all them and then a reunion maybe i don't know that's what i think the end game is and i think we got like a year or two or however long this pandemic either hold out but some people gonna be in it for the long haul and you just gonna get little pieces and but i don't think you're gonna see anybody from impact on AEW because how long have they been doing this and we've only seen the goods good brothers i think
3: since november
2: Yeah, and we've only got two people on AEW, and they really not on AEW like that. Come in for maybe five to ten minutes. They had a match, but I mean, I don't, (laughs) I don't. It's very one sided. Yeah, I'm, you know, Kenta, but that's because of the championship Moxley had, and then it was unsanctioned, so it's like is the njpw really working with you i
0: don't know about that i
3: don't I know
0: thought they that burnt, see
3: i thought they burnt bridges like they didn't want to ever work with aew when the other when those doofuses left because they pissed them off that bad well i mean it wasn't
1: okay. it was literally everybody else did it properly except for kenny apparently yeah oh uh, okay Kenny. But
0: even Why so, he... like it's it's like okay, if they did have an issue with AEW and it was more specifically focused on Kenny, and they were just like, okay, we don't we don't want to work with AEW like that. Okay, Kenta showing up in AEW and is unsanctioned to me, doesn't have any bearing on um New Japan in any way, shape, or form. I mean, oh. of course, it's gonna aid in the feud between Moxie and Kenta, but it doesn't mean anything to New Japan in the bottom line. It it just really pumps up the fans to find out if he's gonna get that title off from of Moxley or not.
2: Didn't mean nothing well, to AEW because the ratings didn't move.
4: So. Well
0: there you know. started
4: on the
2: ratings. <laughs> <laughs> you know they always talk about ratings. I had to put that in there.
0: And, and you know that that's the messed up part, because Terry did post post um <laughs> <laughs> Tama um the clip of Tama talking about AEW, which what he said is true. Okay, let's let's not split hairs. That's the facts, and I've been saying that for a while, but that's true. Okay, so what did he say? They're not competing on the main with the main company, which is true. Mm-hmm.
2: That's the facts. Well, yeah, so yeah, success, I yeah, I said it. Mid card company. When you guys are talking about wars, the Wednesday night wars. Wednesday Night Wars, are you serious? It's
3: AEW
1: versus NXT. NXT is like before you go to the pros in WWE. That's who you're having a war with? That's what you call a war? It's like the the minor leagues having a fucking war. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, come on. Come on, let's be real. I'm just just keeping it real, man. Kenny Omega, Ash.
2: He's in a mid-card company. Yeah,
0: He's in a
3: mid card company. I mean, yeah, I said it. Tiff, I love your future husband.
2: Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? The one. Yeah, thing
0: don't don't I, worry
4: about it, Terry. Mind your business.
0: Okay. You
2: Oh, okay. The one thing I, 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 my bad.
4: I find funny is so everyone likes to compare, if we're talking how uh, ratings and all that, everyone likes to compare AEW more specifically to Raw. The thing is, um, like I tell uh, Nicole and Tiff and Alexis, AEW's ratings fluctuate way more than NXT's ratings. NXT usually stays around 600 and something, and they'll usually get a jump after a pay-per-view or something big happens, like the Undisputed Era breaking up. They'll get a jump up. NXT, I mean, um, AEW, on the other hand, they hover between 700,000, Plus to about nine hundred thousand. So one week they'll be at nine hundred and something thousand views, and the next week they'll drop to like seven something. Then they'll jump up to eight, and then they'll jump back down to seven, and jump back up to eight. So they fluctuate between two hundred thousand views plus. While A uh, while NXT usually fluctuate between like thirty and forty thousand. And the thing is, with just this past week, um, AEW was I think seven hundred and forty seven, and NXT was seven hundred and thirteen. So it's just like, when I see them go, oh, they're about to beat Raw, Raw's about to get canceled, they're beating Raw in the demo. And I'm just like, well, you have about 700,000 views. Raw's pushing 1.8 to 1.9 million views. So you can't really compare the two. We can compare the quality because in all honesty, Raw's garbage. Mm -hmm. Um, Like 98% of the time. But view-wise, they're still beating you. So you can't really compare because again, like he was like, uh, Tommy Tong was saying, You're competing with NXT, their development league, where after being there for a while, you end up moving up to the main roster. You don't see anyone talking about SmackDown because SmackDown is usually pushing over 2 million views on a weekly basis. So I just kind of find it funny how AEW fans, they always try to move the goalposts to fit whatever needs that they need to make themselves seem like they're the better uh, show, when also in reality, they don't want to admit AEW is doing the same things that WWE does hello and they uh-huh. don't want, they don't want to admit it. and then when you give them you know receipts like okay well you're getting mad at wwe for doing this well here's a receipt where aew do the same thing but that's okay then they turn around well this is slightly different because a b and C, no it's 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 the same thing different wrestler well it's we it's because of the wrestlers that's why it's the wrestlers who make it a di- no because it was still shitty like <laughs> shitty shit you can't sit there and say they were misusing Miro on a WWE and putting him in a stupid wedding angle. And literally, he's on AEW, not in doing a stupid wedding angle.
1: angle.
4: Amen. Backstage on so Twitch, true. uh, backstage on Twitch doing I was wild giveaways. <laughs> and he's doing he did a wedding angle with Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. And you have Tony Khan talking about Miro is going to be the biggest thing on AEW in the future. And it's just like y'all even have this, the the wedding the cake thing too. So it's just like they're the same. Lana having better it?
1: matches in WWE than Mira is in AEW, but well, nobody else talks well, about that.
2: Well,
0: that's not a, a lie. Minute. That's true.
2: Wait a minute. Wait. a that, minute.
0: That's true.
2: Wait a minute. I mean, I didn't know we was gonna get this real. Wait a minute.
0: Are we? Are we go <laughs> no all the way there? Yeah. We're <laughs> all in. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh. If you take in how far Lana has come to what, like, she looked good against Shayna. She did. Good. And she is consistently, like, every week, she literally looks better. And mm-hmm. she's in a believe, and then she's like in a really realistic storyline. Mm hmm. You want to root for her. They made Lana, who was like this Russian ice princess bitch, to such, to an underdog baby face. Yep. And she made you, like, there's people who couldn't stand Lana. (laughs) Who were like, they're doing Lana so dirty and blah, blah. Like, she, like, really... Turning around, like made people really truly root for her and be sympathetic,
2: like genuinely that sympathetic towards
1: her.
3: That's went through a table like nine times. Yes.
2: Shout out to everybody who's rooting for Lana. You know yeah. <laughs> um, that's all I gotta say about that. No, oh, but really? it's
3: just like, <laughs> <sweet>. it's like thing <laughs> with the whole thing with Miro is like yeah you know that that storyline didn't help anybody out it didn't help him out it didn't help Bobby Lashley out it didn't help Lana out but he's over here screaming to the heavens now that this idea is so fucking great and the only people that I feel sorry for in this entire thing is Kip and Penelope because they deserve so much more of a better angle than having fucking Miro running around dressing like a dollar store Enzo More and acting like a creepy ass uncle
2: no Yo. Yo. speaking of
1: Enzo shout out to Bo Dallas
3: what oh. <laughs> you ain't shit wait what is going on I feel like I'm missing something Bo Dallas is uh, currently in relations with Liv Morgan wait I thought that was a business partnership
4: no, they're actually dating. Uh, someone in our group chat brought it, in, and I was like, No, they're, they're it was dating. me.
0: you
2: Oh, welcome. yeah, getting oh. That, uh, investor stuff up. Yeah,
0: no way. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, apparently
1: he's more like his brother than we thought he was.
0: Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait. back wait. it up, back it up. Nicole. Oh, uh,
2: here's my question though, because uh, they, they'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> you with Miro and you know saying he'll be in the better spot, just to reverse this back to Sammy Guevara. Why don't they send him to Impact too? Hmm. So, I mean, obviously, AEW has their dark program, which is enhancement talent facing the stars they got. Then they got Dynamite, which you have to get the core elite members in some type of angle on the show. They don't have position or they don't have any like destination with what they got everybody else doing
1: though. And because I feel like they don't have structure.
2: Nope. They don't. Well,
0: it's okay. So when you when you look at how the storylines are structured for AEW, it's quite chaotic. Most Coopie. of the time, there's no continuity to it. You'll see. Like they'll start something and it either will never get finished or they'll have it finish out. And the finish happens so late that you forgot that they actually had the storyline going. And they, and it, it, and you'll get like little vignettes and then they might do something on dark or do something on BTE. And you don't, you don't know if you're a casual fan and you just watch AEW on Wednesday, you're not watching all this shit to piece this stuff together.
2: Even if you're not a casual fan, you're not watching BTE and all that shit. I, like, come I on! I
1: barely no. have time to watch wrestling. No,
4: nah.
0: yeah, <laughs> it's just chaotic. And I, 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 they had one, they had one show that I actually was able to watch in, <laughs> from start to finish, and I didn't have any problems. One, and I was just like, okay. Maybe they finally figured out the formula and they're going to keep going <laughs> with that storyline. No,
4: no. no. I they mean, they're do doing, that. uh what, Moxley and Omega again in a death match at their next pay-per-view? What? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be gonna an have... exploding barbed wire
3: match. I don't... <sighs> and Renee is not happy.
4: Because here's well, my thing. So Moxley and TV.
2: Yeah. Well,
4: yeah. <laughs> Moxley is a champion and I would really like if he went with other competitors for the belt. One thing that I, I can say I kind of enjoyed in the beginning with AEW that they didn't run the same matches and Tiff can tell you, I'm, I hate when they run consecutive matches over and over and over again. Um, But it's like, let Moxley face somebody else for the title. Like we don't need to see Moxley and Omega, um, over and over again like we just
0: omega has it so yeah omega
4: i'm sorry omega like let's see i want to see omega with other people like i don't need to see you know omega and moxley which is another stipulation match with moxley Mm -hmm. he has a thing for those for some reason you can't just have a regular match um Mm -hmm. i just want to see you have a huge roster you literally have what like 90 plus people on your roster
2: Mm -hmm. you're using the
4: same people and you have a huge roster with really great wrestlers. Why aren't, why aren't we getting so, something like a storyline, something? Well,
2: you got to watch was, BTE.
4: We,
3: we had this, we had this issue with the person oh, that, so- um, we had a, we had an issue with this on somebody who was on the show and they're like, oh, well, you you should watch BTE because you know, the," and it's like, we shouldn't. And he got all mad because we basically told him we shouldn't have to watch three shows just to understand what the hell is going on in one like I don't, exactly. I don't i don't care for being the elite i could give a fuck less about the elite mm-hmm. i really do I, and terry I, guess- I told I've told you this before i don't watch him for the elite i watch him to support the wrestlers i like who are at that company i don't i could give a fuck less about the young bucks right now i, don't, I really I'll don't be care.
2: condescending here alexis i feel like that you have to take bte in because without watching that you won't understand what's going on tv this is how they've been playing it since they since the show started
0: well i'm so, then I'm, I'm out then
2: and this is then one I'm of my biggest complaints because i'm looking at stuff and then you know I won't lie. With If I go on a trip or something, I'll let BTE run. And then I'm like, oh, that's what's supposed to be that. That's what y'all was talking about. But it still doesn't make sense that I have to watch a 30-minute show with maybe two minutes towards each one of these wrestlers to fit into why y'all doing this on your Dynamite program.
0: Exactly.
3: right? I mean, like, I gotta, believe it or not, I got a life outside of doing this. I got a kid to take care of. Holy I got a house to take care of. Like, I don't, and you know what? Like, I just don't, there are days I just don't want to watch wrestling. So, it's like, why the fuck would I want to watch this?
2: I think Sammy Guevara is the BTE champion right now. What was that? Uh, being the elite got some type of championship thing they do, and I think Sammy Guevara is the champion. Good
1: for him. I don't well, know. He
0: got a belt.
3: <laughs> he's still being lazy with it.
1: <laughs> i over it.
3: I just, mm-hmm. I just, okay. I just, I just have to ask like, and I know we talked about this, but it's still like, did he really, th- who's the X Division champ right now on Impact? I can't think. Is it Chris Bay?
1: Nope. No, it's TJP. It's... TJP.
2: Oh. Ew, that's worse than is, is
1: it me? No, it's actually TJP. It's not that other shit he was doing. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care much. I wouldn't care for that match at all.
2: But how does he think he comes in and he can be Chris Bay? He can be Trey Miguel. He can be Josh Alexander. He can be uh, Rashin. He can be Willie Mack. He can be everybody. Then just say, "Oh, I don't want the title no more." Y'all have a tournament bye.
4: Right. Yeah, apparently it was Ace Austin. Division. It was Ace Austin that um they wanted Sammy to basically lose to.
2: Oh no, nah, I would've uh uh-uh, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They wanted him to lose to Ace Austin.
4: Yeah, so uh Black Taurus, I think that's his name. Whatever he's doing, um they, they already taped impact the like the most recent they taped it, whatever he's doing going forward. I guess that's what they wanted Sammy to do. It was supposed to be like he was supposed to win and lose and get beat down. And then on his way back to AEW, he's supposed to get beat down again. I guess making him go as a return as a baby face. But um
2: isn't i he guess already a face when he quit the it was
4: already case? a
3: baby face after leaving the inner circle though that makes that's no
4: fucking why, sense yeah, that's why it doesn't make sense you left AEW as a baby face you're coming into impact on a team of heels and i guess you're going to get beat down by the team of heels or whatever and then come back as a baby face but supposedly it was awesome that um sammy wanted to job too so it was a it was supposed to be Sammy, Ace, um, Austin, Ace, and Bay for the number one contenders, and then Sammy was supposed to uh, eat the pin.
2: Hey, well, I, I, I okay. can feel impact on that because, you know, you just, just ain't going to have all your AEW people come in here and beat us down. So we got to beat somebody up. And we want to beat up somebody. <laughs> so, you know. Hey, I, facts. I, I feel-
3: that makes sense. <laughs> well, I, it, would be, it would make more sense if, like, they came up with the storyline for Sammy, like, hey, so, like, he just left Inner Circle and there's, like, the whole thing and he comes over to, like, Impact and he's like, so, you guys want to you guys want to go over and fuck their shit up? Alright, this is what we got to do and it's like, Sammy uh. kind of Sammy kind of leading the charge not only could he still be a baby face in both companies Impact could finally get their come,
0: uh, comeuppance on AEW and it's but like going by the angle that they had said if what Janae's saying is the truth Sammy Guevara wouldn't lose no face if he's getting beat up by the tag team members that he has. All right, he won't lose his face position. He just he came in and they were like that. He they could have ran it where they're like, "We need a tag team partner." A hey, dude, you're from you're from the AEW. You roll with us. I don't know how they were gonna do it, but they had to roll there, with us. you <laughs> you're getting beat up. <laughs> I mean, you're getting beat up by your tag team partner. Ooh. You're not. You're not getting beat up by the the faces. You're getting beat up by your tag team partners.
2: I know Ooh. how they could have did it. What? Right. So he left the inner circle. How many mm-hmm. people were in the inner circle?
3: Uh, Jericho, MJF, Pride and Powerful, and um, that oh, one transphobe. I don't know his name.
2: I, uh, <laughs> okay and uh Ward-Low. so that's six people right there right so he could have came over to impact they could have did that whole storyline that he was trying to get with him he'd get beat up and everything and then you know he go over to the faces but you when you come back to aw you need some backup to go against the inner circle because you left and you tired of them now you bring impact in and they get they come up this and you don't have to have them go at the company but they can go in and fuck shit up against the inner circle and you know put some people over that way impact still get a shine you know and sammy is like leading the charge where you elevating sammy on aw tv where and then you know the people he bringing in from impact you letting them get a little shine too, beating up the inner circle because let's be real jericho can lose but aw probably wouldn't have let them lose but they could have came in and wrecked him.
4: Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're talking logic here. AEW fans don't understand that. I'm going to need you to...
2: Mm-hmm. No, don't, don't do this. No, sorry. Way, way just the way waiting
4: that for
0: going,
3: the
4: DMs AEW, we are going to get. AEW <laughs> don't want their company to look bad. they rather make Impact look like shit. they rather pay their little measly dollar promos, talk shit about Impact, have all the wrestlers go over, because if they really wanted to do... An actual good crossover, we would have been seeing impact people on AEW getting their getting their dues. This is a one sided thing, and it's only it's only to make AEW look bigger or better. And it's like it's not working.
3: I we want to, to do my work. goddamn switchblade
0: conspiracy. Where is it?
1: Y'all yeah, better get that woman that switchblade conspiracy. Please you have a damn bit.
2: Are you gonna let switchblade? Cons- conspiracy happen though because it might overshine what the leader doing
3: no i mean no i mean i say that but i just want like some sort of interaction between callahan and mox even if it's just like them passing each other in a fucking hallway because you know moxley's not going to do anything stupid they're going to use this match to write him off so he can spend time with renee when the kid gets here but it's like can they just interact with each other that's all i just need. I don't. I don't need them to tag team. I don't need them to have a match. I just they could just walk past each other, flick each other off, and continue down. And then I would be happy with that.
2: <laughs> after, after, like... after he comes back from maternity leave, they might do it.
0: I mean, it and, don't seem like that meant that to, that their partnership <laughs> is going to end anytime So I
3: know, but it's just like even
0: when when Sammy's
3: on. As far table, is
1: uh, Renee, uh... she looks huge now. I mean, she's not fat, but.
3: Uh I think she is maybe he keeps saying she's at the halfway point. That's usually twenty weeks. But um I'm trying to think. They found out let's see, how long, how long how long was I when I found out Harley was a girl? She I don't think she has that much longer, actually. So if it's in March, is that when their next show is? Is it March?
1: Probably. Okay. Yeah. Boy.
3: okay. And then that's She's probably getting close to it and Mox is probably just like, no, I need to be home with her. I can't, Wait, when I is can't be show? running around here while my wife's at home the kid. The pay-per-view?
0: When is AEW Revolution?
2: March
0: 7th. Oh, is that so week.
2: We got to prepare for Mox to lose on the 26th at NJPW to Kenta mm-hmm. and then turn around and get beat up in some exploding barbed wire on the 7th.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen an exploding barbed wire match in years.
3: Oh, God, good memories
0: of Terry Funk. I don't see AEW executing that properly, but... Kenny
2: Omega's been wearing around the Odita jacket, so, you know, they come <laughs> But, like, I don't know, like, my
3: husband was asking me because he, he was watching AEW um, Thursday, and he goes, who's my... He, you have to forgive my husband. He doesn't really get into wrestling as much as I do, but he puts up with it because he knows it makes me happy. Um, he asked me, he goes, who's Kinta? So I told him a little bit about what I know. And I'm like, just Google him. He's awesome. And he goes, so is he going to come back? I said, I don't
1: know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
3: Where is he's, he's like so he goes no i like this guy i'm like yeah we like him too he's cool and he's like i want to see more Is he signed to AEW? i said no he's in new japan and you know told him him and mox are having that match and he goes so what was the whole point i was like i have no fucking clue
2: <laughs> Back. Uh, where's kenta gone nowhere jenta <laughs> well late. y'all
0: got anything else to add? Wait a minute. Edge got 31 total championships. What? Yup. Edge
2: was out. Oh.
0: That should say 31 total championships. And female
2: champion, world champion tag. Tag team
0: champion. Yeah. All that. That's a lot.
2: Shout out to Ed's about to not put somebody over and take their title at <laughs> WrestleMania.
3: You really think he's who
4: who's he going? Has he I chosen don't think
2: who's he's gonna go up against really I think against Roman? No, uh, I'm glad y'all said so I want spear versus spear and then to just throw hectic and mess everybody up everybody up. I'm thinking they should like put Goldberg in there. No, no,
4: go somewhere, Terry. Go, no, go somewhere. I will say this, and I'll probably give some some hate for this. Oh, hate. So, Bianca Belair is going to go up against Sasha at WrestleMania. Sure, I don't want Bianca Belair to win. Not that I don't want her to see her the title, I do want to see her the title. She deserves the title, just not right now. I want to see Sasha hold that title just a little bit longer, then she can drop it to Bianca Belair.
2: Sasha okay. Banks is 0 and 5 at WrestleMania. Yeah,
4: WrestleMania on. Give her a WrestleMania. What
2: on. So. Asuka is 0 and 3 at WrestleMania.
4: Oof. Oofah.
3: Okay. Here's, here's what she's what dropping I think. that to Charlotte. Yeah. No, she,
2: she, I
1: think she dropped her in that to Rio whenever she pops up. Almost here's time that. for uh,
3: Becky okay. to come back. I told, yeah. I told this. I really think that this, the, because I want Sasha versus Bianca. I don't know who I wanted to win. But for some reason, because Carmella keeps fucking interfering and in shit, I have this really weird ass feeling it's gonna be a three way dance with Carmella, Bianca, and Sasha at WrestleMania. That don't make but
0: no it's, sense. It's WWE. Do you think they have any sense? That will piss a girl. lot of people off. It will. It's it, that's not. That's not like you know putting Bailey and Sasha in another match or. Being repetitive with your matches—that's taking that girl's Royal Rumble opportunity away from her. I know. That's I, I just shitty as fuck. Look, it I makes know, sense look. the
4: WWE. They want to keep uh, Sasha and, and Bianca like clean, and have uh, Carmella take the pin. That,
1: would be, be like, the well, only, yeah. that would be yeah, the
4: only. that be the only way they could do it. Well, Bianca never took the pin, so we could run Sasha and uh, Sasha and Bianca again. Even though it's just like how WWE does they're going to run that match again regardless of who wins they're going to run that at least two three more times
2: I would not even give it to the people yet but I was an advocate for Bianca not getting it and going at Sasha now because you get the match at Wrestlemania they're going to run it like you said two three more times but then that's over with I felt like you could pull bianca <clears throat> building her up like a full another year before you got to sasha banks
1: that's what i said
2: unless you feel like sasha banks is about to well she do got some other movies coming up yeah
1: so and also so like, yeah yeah,
2: yeah sasha so that
1: also be might be a thing week. like yes i wouldn't necessarily want like sasha to lose again at mania but we also have to think about her acting career
2: now Wait, yeah.
4: what movie she got besides The Mandalorian?
2: She got some other roles. They ain't been announced yet, but she's a hot commodity. Yeah.
1: yeah. After the Mandalorian like she's gotten came a lot out, of they, bookings yeah. because of The Mandalorian. Yeah, when so came it came out, they really, uh, really, really... Um, and they the start passion. filming soon, I yeah, believe.
2: I about her virtual signing, she'll be signing as Mercedes Varnado, uh, her actual name.
1: Yeah.
2: and. Uh, 200 and something i was like oh you out here okay
4: (laughs) no you already know the minute her contract comes up wwe being like how much you want baby how much you need
2: Hollywood about to snatch her roman and uh, xavier austin creed if he can Mm -hmm. yeah i think he's the
1: one i'd be most concerned about if we're gonna go on people getting snatched up yeah. Especially for like hosting stuff. Yep. You already got there. that G4 gig. Mm-hmm. So...
0: I'm we'll gonna take
1: all day to bring out
4: mm-hmm. come
0: out there and talk. I'm,
2: I'm sick of him. Take all day. But also don't I be pray. talking about my tribal hey, chief. Hey, don't tiff- talk your talk tribal Tiffany, no, hold on, Tiffany. Tiffany, we not doing this right now. Okay? That's what
4: I'm saying. Don't talk about my tribal teeth
2: like that.
0: Both of y'all tribal chiefs. That nigga acts like he be in slow motion. That's my tribal chief. Oh, yeah. Don't talk about my tribal chief. Man, talk about
4: my tribal teeth? I'm gonna talk about toothless Tonga.
0: I don't care about you talking about Tongans. What you say gonna be some bullshit anyway? Okay,
2: oh, what I'm saying is facts. Oh, he goodness. did look so like he
0: did not have a guys, 5C.
2: guys, guys, we're not gonna talk bad about Tongans or Samoans. Let's just stop, okay? He
0: said Tongans <laughs> or Samoans. <laughs> <laughs> they,
2: they are our brothers. You know, if you've never been to a Samoan barbecue, you know you need to get to one in your lifetime.
4: Right? I dated a Samoan. Trust I. I know.
2: Who is that talking? Janae, Janae. I don't even know you, Janae.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the shade of it all! My God,
2: I know her, but I don't know her yet.
4: You haven't asked. You haven't (laughs) asked.
2: Max, do you like Samoans or (laughs) Tongans?
1: What is this?
2: (laughs) I don't know what it is, Nicole. All
1: know. right, we sh- all right. Let's let's finish this conversation. So <laughs> in layman's terms, like Sam, it seems like we obviously we don't know Sammy Guevara sucks or not. It seems like he sucks. And not as a wrestler, but as a human being. But most wrestlers suck as human beings. And we really want to go that route. Um, any final thoughts about Sammy Guevara in that situation slash the AEW impact deal and i use that closely
2: he might be trying to get out his contract to go to somewhere that has some direction i don't know who's gonna take him i don't know maybe maybe this is all some type of plan he has but i don't know what's going on
0: it's not a good plan bro i mean you're from what i hear you're listening to people who do the podcast the podcast you're listening to And they're talking about behind-the-scenes stuff. Stuff that's being said about other wrestlers by other wrestlers. It's not good. It all goes back to his professionalism and how he conducts himself. This also lends to a reason why a lot of the older guys and some of the guys who are on their way to being older guys gatekeep and they keep people out like they do because of shit like this.
2: With him having all this issue and heat with impact is that going to do anything to his position with AEW?
0: To me, it should.
2: But do you think it will, knowing how AEW is ran?
0: See, that's the problem. And that, that, but that's the problem, though. Because his actions reflect on you as a company. You, If, if you're out here, y'all out here sending y'all wrestlers to other companies, and they going the show and showing their ass in the other company, what you think is going to happen? Like, that's why the rumor also said that they had to smooth shit over with impact. That part of the, remember, the rumor, I believe. Because there's no way you're going to send somebody who's from your company, go in there and act a damn fool and then think everything's going to be cool between you and the higher ups. No fucking way. So his, that should affect his relationship at AEW. He should have been reprimanded for that. But as you said, with the way AEW operates, I highly doubt that because they have a 13-year-old man boy running their company.
2: Shout out to uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars on You've been <laughs> trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: my thoughts on Sammy... Um... He doesn't have a lot of stock in his name to be able to, like, obviously, whatever storyline they were going with, he wasn't going for it. If the rumors are true that he wanted the X Division title, didn't want to lose it, but relinquish it and do it in a tournament, he doesn't have much stock to be able to say those things. At the same time, they should have, uh, Don Callis and Chris Jericho should have talked to Sammy about the storyline and okayed it kind of like this is what's happening instead of just sending him down there he's just like wait what wait a minute um but as of right now Sammy Guevara has an ego he thinks he's bigger than what he really is um and the fact that he's with AEW and Tony Khan is just a fan running the company he's gonna let him carry on and do what he wants to do and a lot of the wrestlers including Sammy Guevara they need to have a reality check and that also includes Tony Khan you cannot continue to run your wrestling company like this, letting your wrestlers do whatever they want, because eventually it's going to bite you in the ass. Cause eventually you're going to have to button down and actually start making serious rules. And when that happens, they're going to be upset because they used to be able to do what they want. And then you're going to get wrestlers wanting to leave and go somewhere else.
2: Shout out to all them making an impact, but not in a positive way.
0: Why are you yes. like this bro? <laughs> like, why are you like this? <laughs>
4: Why, <laughs> why? To... stupid.
2: That's why I don't yeah. talk wrestling. I only do spotlight.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Impact for getting the ass beaten, taking it.
0: Yo, see, this is why you can't say shit like mm-hmm. that on this show. Because Janae come back and start some bullshit. Right? No, I don't. I'm just like
4: he sees it. Shout out to Impact no. for letting the Company come in. And drop they draws and fuck them up. You know what?
2: Shout out to uh, AEW for continuing not to put people over that they work with.
4: My nigga, oh okay. my god!
0: All right, that's all we got, and we ain't got no more.
4: <laughs> we finna go because we got hey, we got SmackDown
2: to watch. We we down for the count.
4: <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> just like just like Impact.
2: Oh, oh my
0: oh, god!
3: The fuck out of here. Yeah.
0: Well, ladies and gents, that's all we got. We ain't got no more. Thank you so much for being a part of the Down for the Count podcast. Listen, we had a great time with Terry. We always do. We love him. He's like family. He always comes through and he always gives us all of the tea, okay, with a little bit of shade thrown in there. <laughs> I think what all of us get together, is just, just a big party. We just have a really good time and I, I can appreciate that as do the rest of us, okay? So make sure you guys follow Terry at We Love Wrestling on Instagram and Twitter and you can find him on Facebook as well. You can also go to the welovewrestling.com website where you can find links to us as well as the other partners in the network of We Love Wrestling because we do love wrestling and if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. <laughs> Follow us at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter or follow us at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. I am your girl Tiffany E on behalf of Alexis, Janae and Nicole. Thank you so much for listening to At Down for the Count and we will see you guys next time.